All right, welcome back, Cardinal community, to episode two, or sorry, season two, episode 25 of the Cardinal Connection. I have the, uh, the great pleasure of sitting across from Mr. Michael Tigret. Hello, Tigret. everybody. How are you? Yeah, thank you for introducing yourself. Um, tell us what you do here currently and how you've gotten to that place and your journey so far. So my journey kind of started um, about 12 years ago. I started as I applied here um, as a permanent sub. Um, I, didn't, I didn't get the job, um, but I came back because I, I really liked seeing the things that I, that I saw while I was subbing here. Um, so I um, subbed uh, here mostly, and um, I, that whole year I spent, I learned more in that year in teaching uh, of being a sub and going through the battles with classroom management and figuring those out um, than I did uh, in the years in college when it came to classroom <laughs> management. Because they said they could, you could never teach classroom management in college. Well, I found out kind of, kind of why they were saying that. So it was just really you know, working hard. And it made me a better person. I went through some struggles. There are times uh, that I went through and questioning, okay, why did I do that? But at, coming out of the end of the fire, it really did improve uh, me as a, as, a, as a practitioner, as a teacher. Uh, and then I was offered the position here when Mr. Mr. Knight took over, and then I became the social studies teacher. And it was a very strange story I always tell is that um, I, the first day I subbed here mm -hmm. became my classroom the day that I got hired. So Ms. Dangle's old classroom? Class, the same classroom. So the, same, the first day that I became a, the sub, the first subbing assignment I had ended up being my classroom room. Uh, in the C hallway when it used to be into seventh grade. Oh man, that's so, awesome. And then I became here and then I've been teaching here in the STARS team with wonderful teachers like Mr. Bueno and Mrs. Schof. Um, so it's been it's been a very good experience. Oh, that's awesome. So my question for you, were perm subs hired by the district at that time? At that time they were. Okay. Yeah, so we had one um, and another person had applied and I didn't make the cut at first. I guess, yeah. And I, I just figured when they came in and, and looked, uh, they saw maybe something in me, which I really appreciated. So, what year were you teaching? Uh, that or did that start? What year were you a perm sub or like subbing here? Oh, I think it was like two, <clears throat> two thousand six or seven. Okay. Yeah. yeah. With social studies, you think you know the dates really well, but that's no. not necessarily. Yeah. necessarily <clears throat> no, no, no. Yeah, my wife yeah. always says that with me with geography. Like, why do you always get lost when you're a geography teacher? That's what she <laughs> always asks me that when we're driving in the car. She looks at me, and I was like, don't you have to ask that because I know what you're about to say. <laughs> yeah, don't make me feel already worse. Right? <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so what's your. Uh, where'd you grow up and go to middle school, and what's a, a favorite memory of that? So. Um, I've moved in a lot of different places. I was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, mm -hmm. and my dad, um, he wasn't in the military, which everybody asked, but we have, I've lived in Virginia mm -hmm. uh, with Washington, D.C. My dad was a police officer there, so we did a lot of, um, I, that's one of the reasons I think I liked history so much, because he was involved with government, mm -hmm. and as a police officer going to Washington, D.C., we moved out to Colorado for a few years, oh, wow. uh, then we moved to New York City. And then moved out to Portland, Oregon, and I lived there, and that's where I went to middle school for oh, sixth grade. Wow, okay. uh, it's McMinnville, which is uh, right outside of Portland, Oregon. Um, it's in wine country now in, in Oregon. Okay. And then we, my dad got a job in Indianapolis, and we moved to Avon. And I went to Avon seventh grade and eighth grade. And one of the things that caught me off 
guard when we moved here is that I thought everybody in the 90s was waiting for a flood in Indiana because everybody had their pants rolled up halfway through to their belt to their past their ankles and it was the weirdest sight I ever seen coming from Oregon seeing pants being rolled all the way halfway up their legs I thought we were gonna be for a flood so that's one thing I do remember about moving to Indiana goodness gracious you lived all over yes I did yes and so um, favorite middle school memory and teacher um you know um i did i had a middle school teacher in avon uh it was our pe teacher mm. and uh his name was mr roach and he's very quiet but he's very supportive and i remember once the time he wasn't supportive we had to jump into the pool with uh, our bathing suit and then clothes on and it was to simulate if we ever got in a car accident or this. went into a to a pond or something uh-huh. or we fell off a boat which in indiana i guess the great lakes <laughs> or something like that <laughs> and we had to take it and then we had to like put air in it make it like a like a like a um i guess like a life suit like a what are those the life suit yeah, yeah life, life vest, suit like a vest, well, a vest yeah, in that sorry, yeah. and uh, no really he just said uh i just remember saying Boys, jump in the pool. <laughs> we just jumped, and there was nothing else. And he just sat there and, and watched us. And uh, yeah, it was like sink or swim. But I, you know, most of us, you know, <laughs> made they it out. So, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's but I, I, I do remember coming. That was one of my first like experiences in, in middle school yeah. and from coming from Oregon. It sounds like you traveled a lot of the uh, of the United States, right? Um, or at least the Connected Forty Eight, and so. What's your favorite place you've traveled or even lived in and why? So my sister, who, um, when she was 18, she moved to Venice, Italy. Uh, she actually moved to Rome and uh-huh. she went to art school there. Uh, and um, she married a uh, 15th generation Venetian glassblower. And she married him. And now my nieces are both, uh, one's in a Milan art school and the other one is uh, on her way to art school. And we went, I've been there a couple times to visit her. Uh, so going to Venice, Italy, is, and, and to Rome, and just like Cinque Terre, which is like the coastline of Italy. Okay. Um, that's a beautiful place. It's, 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 ama- it's, like, a, it's like being in a movie yeah. 24 hours a day because it's so unique and it's so, um, uh, it's just so fantastic. In Savannah, Georgia, I got to go to Savannah, Georgia. It, it felt that same way. It's very you know, mm, picturesque, picturesque and, yeah. and beautiful. They have the yeah. oaks with the, the moss coming down. Yeah. Uh, it's like being in a movie set too. It's just like in, there's some enchantment there of those two cities. So those are kind of the two places that stand out in my mind. Goodness gracious, that's awesome. So. Yeah, it's, we've got to touch on you as a student. You teaching right outside of uh, outside of work. What would you want staff to know about you? You know personally um you know my uh, i had a about a 180 recently in my life i i i do um now when i'm out of school uh my doc my my brother he had a stroke so we spend a lot of time with his support and helping him um i do it before school and after school a lot of times and then sometimes just being there with him um him going through that struggle uh has changed not just his life because he was only 39 but changed our whole family um it's been um it, it's been it's been it's been a, it's been a struggle but it's uh, but it's also built a lot of we talked about empathy and understanding that you know people's life stories hmm. and people you know there are struggles that people go through and to really have something and to see 
that people do have struggles to be empathetic with their struggles and understand um, how important life is and take those little moments yeah. um, that I never really I did take for granted, but I didn't ever, wasn't very, I didn't, I never, like just watching a game with my brother or hugging my daughter, you know, those things are more meaningful, those little moments that seem like they're little at the time, but yeah. they're not little, they're, they're big. Right, just taking that moment in busy life to know that those simple actions mean a lot. Turn the mm -hmm. TV off, play a game, or do things, you know, go for a walk uh, with our dog, yeah. our, our little Teddy, our little Maltese, and being with my daughter and just talking, just talk about random things. Mm -hmm. uh, those things I really pay attention to now. Yeah. Um, because I can tell, I can hear it. Yeah. They can be taken, you know, in that. You know, my brother, I said, anytime he'd come home and he's just like, you know, are you okay? You look a little stressed, because he he can talk still a little. And I, I said he just goes, be thankful that you can wake up every day and go to work, because I wish I could. Yeah, that's right. Right. So he goes, be thankful that you can do that. I mean, and cherish that every and he day. He was a very faithful employee from when I yes he was. He told me yes, like, and so like loved going to work. And so yeah, boy, that's that's really good advice. And I think like something I take out of that is to be present in our moments. Yes. Right? Um, and so talk about being present we have about a third of our staff is fairly new to teaching mm -hmm. right, or new to the profession what advice would you give your younger self I think the greatest thing about teaching is that and I guess taking it from political philosophy because that's what I'm really was, was into in, in colleges mm -hmm. you don't feel alienated from your work it's almost like a it can be the most joyful most exhilarating thing and most fearful thing at the same time because you got that blank slate when you start teaching, you're like, oh my gosh, it's me, I'm here. Yeah. Um, but it's also can be very exhilarating because what you're creating is gonna be benefiting so many different human beings. Yeah. Like, and I always think like Michelangelo looking up at the Sistine Chapel, right? He had done that for, you know, he, he was a master at that time, but just the enormity of it, yeah. of seeing the, 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 the ceiling, that's kind of us every day, right? We work within frameworks but take that moment and, and work, and if you fail, it's okay. Think about, and, but if it's, you fail, you need to reflect. Reflect on what happened. If you don't understand how it failed, ask somebody who has a little more experience, hey, can you give me some advice on where, where you think this happened? And I'm sure the teachers in this building who are wonderful will give you some insight of kind of where you could change things if you needed to. Because um, you're going to have those moments. You're going to have those, oh my gosh, moments. Right? I still have them today. Uh, I had one a couple of weeks ago when I thought I nailed a model. Like, yes, I did. And then all these hands come up and I just put my head down. I'm like, okay, I got re <laughs> to rework this because if I don't. And I'm so happy I have fourth period prep because any of those failures, I can recorrect real quickly now that I've done it in period four prep, yeah. fixing it real quick. Yeah. And then the kids later in the day benefit it and then come back the next day and, okay, guys, I messed up here. This is what we're going to be able to do to make it better for the next day. Wow. So even I would say that's the greatest thing is having that, that blank canvas can be scary, but it also it builds that reward in, in you that mm -hmm. every day you get to create something that's yours almost that mm -hmm. you get to share with other human beings mm -hmm. for their benefit. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> I hope we caught that. You're part of a masterpiece. Reflect on it. Ask questions. When you have the oh my gosh moment, keep adapting. Yeah. And so 
Um, thank you for the time today. And actually, I want to applaud a student over here. We had a student who's been in here since the first minute, and she's just been so patient listening. Would you mind saying your name? Denise. Denise, what's your last name? Fallon. Fallon, right? Has been in here the entire time. So a little special surprise in the Cardinal Connection. She's also one of my, uh, she's ah, in my seventh period social studies There we class. go, right? A, a student connection, and that, tell me that isn't, that's just a coincidence. So <laughs> appreciate everyone listening.